0: welcome everybody to episode number 80 of the still city insider podcast and everything is okay in the world because the steelers defeated the ravens 17 to 10 they moved to three and two in the afc north first place but lots of warts there jim how are you doing today i'm good buddy all right
1: always good to always good to come off uh, into the bye with a win at least for those of us who work in interactive media and get on message boards and have to deal with the anger and the hate it doesn't matter what place they're in there's always hate
0: there's, there's always hate and we'll get into what some of that hate is about uh the performance here uh it wasn't pretty still a win we're going to talk about all that from the offensive side of the football the struggles that continued there Uh, To the the defense, T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith stepping up big, Joey Porter Jr. It's a lot of great things to talk about, and we'll also take a look at the upcoming schedule following the bye week because, as everybody knows, there will be no Steelers football this weekend. So, Jim, where is a good place to start here by tackling uh, another just grinded-out victory over the Ravens?
1: Well you know, the offense um, needs work, and they're not gonna fire the coordinator because uh, they don't believe in interims. And uh, that was not on the table. They were not going to. So um, how do you improve the offense when you really don't want your coordinator anymore? Probably done at the end of the year, and you don't want an interim, And um, how are you going to improve it? Well, the players are so young, and that's that's the hope that the players can get better. I don't know, man. You got to ask me the questions. (laughs) So let's. let's I don't don't know where else to start. I'm I'm dizzy from writing all this crap, dealing with all the hate. You know, (laughs) the uh, the lack of reaction by Matt Canada after he scored a touchdown is supposed to be condemning. I don't know. Yeah, I think watching my daughter make a save in the state championship game and just not saying anything. I'm not cheering. I'm internalizing it. I I, I, I just I could I could relate. So I didn't really care what his reaction is, and I'm not trying to read it.
0: Yeah. But anyway,
1: go ahead. Ask me about the hate. Go
0: ahead. All right. So, well. First of all, let me send you some love to uplift you. So I'm I'm sending it through the camera here. But you mentioned those young players on offense. If this offense is going to improve, it's got to start with them. So let's start with the quarterback. Yeah. Looked a little shaky there to, to start. Didn't play an overall great game, but he came up big when it mattered most with that nice touchdown pass. The Pickens there at the end. Did you see any improvement in his game from last week to this week? Your take.
1: Well, he won the game. I, I mean – you know, and he's got a to hand off to Najee on first down to play sludge ball uh, as Pittsburgh demands. I mean, the media screaming for Najee all the time is perfect indication of that. You want to be like the Kansas City Chiefs, but get the slowest running back on the field and start off third and eight every series. So uh, beyond sludge ball, um, you know, pick it through the game winning touchdown pass. He read the defense. He stood in there. He made uh, made the right call on a protection. Blitz was picked up. He heaved it beautifully, and his guy ran under it. So that's a start. Maybe that ignites him further. Yeah. Um, and you know, Jalen Warren. I, I don't know what else he has to do. I don't care about Najee's six yards or carry against the Houston Texans. We've got little defensive tackles. A team like that, yeah, okay, maybe use your sludge ball strategy. But let's let's save sludge ball for. Uh, uh, the end of games maybe or not at all I wouldn't care if he was in the locker room at all he might be a great leader but I don't want to deal with that guy you know it was so funny he looked around the other day you know after the game wondering why doesn't anyone want to talk to me everyone's over talking to Jalen because Jalen likes talking to us
0: yeah
1: so now who's the guy with the hate <laughs> man I- <laughs> Woo! no I mean that that can go I've had enough of that yeah. sludge bump. You know, and it's not like uh, uh, Jalen Warren is some will o' the wisp running back. He's a bowling ball. I, I don't. Everyone says, well, he can't handle the, the load. I haven't seen that yet. Let's give him a load and see if he can handle it. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, you, you're getting DJ back. DJ wasn't a practice today, but you would assume he's coming back soon, and and that can only help Pickens. And, and I, I, does Pickens even need any help? I mean, he's playing some beautiful ball right now, and that's huge. So um, you get the other receiver on the other side, get Jalen Warren in the backfield, get a more confident Kenny Pickett. You got the left tackle in place now, and your, your tight ends are going to come on. Pat is going to come back, and he's going to be rested, finally unbeat up. Mm-hmm. And I think that led to some of his blocking woes early in the year. He had a bad chest injury. He couldn't even be touched to practice. So I'm sure that affected his blocking. And then Hot Rod Williams, you know, those two huge special teams plays he made, I would assume he is on the roster. Yeah. Uh, I, he had better be. And so there's four tight ends, and that's a that's another piece. If, if you got to activate Hot Rod to play special teams like they should, that's another piece you can use because he is, he is a deep threat tight end. Mm. He says he can block in line. I've yet... I'll be convinced. I, I don't believe him because he, he was a wide receiver in college.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: um, yeah, there's some pieces. There's some young players, and it has to grow. So yeah. that's what your hope is. Is the hope isn't changing the coordinator so that Mike Sullivan can now call the same crappy plays, but in a different order. You know, oh, you man. know, bring bring Byron Leftwich in. So he can maybe improve them a little bit. And then you're like, "Mm, man, he did improve them a little bit. We did finish nine and eight. You know, maybe we should give him a chance with a full off season instead of going out and looking and finding a great young, new, fresh coordinator. Yeah. All right. I think I've ranted enough.
0: All right. You got it. You got it out. You got it out. Thank
1: you very (laughs) much. I think I can go take my nap now.
0: All right. It was cathartic. So I do want to mention that whenever I saw hot rod Williams out there and he got that uh fumble recovery, almost looked like he scored a touchdown. I was I was like, that's Jim's guy, that's Jim's guy right there. So mm-hmm. it was good to see him make some contributions, but a lot of unpacking what you said. Let's go back to Pickett, and it still looks like he when when he's he's lacking that awareness in the pocket, he's scrambling into pressure, he's not staying in there. How does he improve that moving forward? Or is it something that he can improve?
1: Well, hopefully he can. I I mean, I don't know. Maybe good coaching. You know, I, I think that's all self-awareness. I think that will come with experience. Mm-hmm. You know, Somebody, one of the, um, uh, Josh Roundtree, one of the young radio guys, he put up a, uh, a tweet that had the records of all the players who followed a legend at quarterback. And those teams were naturally downtrodden. Mm-hmm. You know the quarterbacks, the Hall of Fame quarterbacks—Rivers, Roethlisberger, Manning—all those—they—they—they get you to nine and eight when you really need to be three and thirteen so you can replenish. Yeah, but they get you there, and then by the time they retire, you've got nothing except everybody, everybody's anger. Sludgeball, so nothing. But out of all the replacement quarterbacks, Pickett is doing the best, ten and seven. Best passer rating too, so ten and seven record. So interesting stuff. He's still a young guy. Yeah, let's let him develop. I mean, they're not all going to be Roethlisberger coming in at fifth and going sixteen and one.
0: Yeah, I I think you're right. Go ahead. I agree with you there. I think with Pickett, even though he does have warts in his game, he's a young kid. We we get that. We just got to be patient and allow him time to develop. And like you said too, they're not going to be departing. Uh, from Matt Canada services anytime this year, unless hell freezes over. So we really won't know what this kid can do in a good offense until he does have a quality offensive coordinator. That's not happening until next year. So the goal and the hope, like you said, is that he grows and gets better over time. So let's hop over to Warren Jalen Warren. You talked about sludge ball. I, we need to have like the Jim Wexel lexicon. Cause you, you come up with so many great terms, uh but warren I was wish, the,
1: was the i wish i had come up with hot rod williams <laughs> that, and i found out that was zach gentry
0: oh okay gentry man
1: i i know it's an easy one and everybody would get on me for taking credit like they did with fast willie parker yeah it's easy me and joe green was easy but it's they work some yeah. of that stuff so yeah. anyway i wish i i wish i had come up with hot rod because he's a really cool kid
0: well, if he keeps making plays like that, he, he is cool in my book as well. But let's talk about Jalen Warren. Oh, okay,
1: okay. I'm sorry. One more thing about Hot Rod. You called the safety a great play. It was an almost. It was a wow play, but it it meant nothing. Mm-hmm. What meant what meant something was his tackle of the guy running back the gunner fumble. It would look like a clear touchdown, but his persistence, his his will to make that tackle look like Roethlisberger against the Colts. You know. Yeah. He willed that tackle down and saved him seven points. And yeah. Then Joey got his interception.
0: So we're seeing anyway, a lot of hustle that, and that,
1: heart. Hustle and heart. That's a lot of heart. And that's a yeah. lot of special teams awareness. And, and, yeah, he's on my special teams now.
0: So so let's talk about Warren. And is there a path to him being the number one runner in Pittsburgh? Or, or are we just going to be stuck with this platoon, two platoon system, uh, sludge ball? Or has Warren proven himself that, hey, I'm the hot hand. I want this. Give me the damn ball. Is he going to get yeah, that they're, opportunity?
1: They're going to play that hot hand crap. It's what they're doing with young Porter. You know, Today he wasn't in the starting lineup. And I said, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm changing up on you. I know you don't All want right. to talk about Porter yet. But he wasn't in the lineup today. Was, I said, you know, it looked like he was in the lineup on the second half. Grady Brown. I said, but, you know, it wasn't in the lineup today. What's up? He said, well, we're playing the hot hand, and he was having a really good game, so he kept him out there. So they'll use the hot hand theory with Warren and just try to play him more. But still, on first down, we're going to see second and 11. You know, Matt Canada can't (laughs) be bad enough on third and one, let alone third and eight. So... I had sledge balls with this because, you know, Najee, while being a surly prick to <laughs> us in the media, is um, is a, a, a good teammate. He's a leader. Coach loves him. I and mean, that's all fans care about.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so that attitude is, is different with the team. And also, you know, and I learned this, my dad's a longtime coach, and he's like, you know, sometimes. When it's between two guys, unfortunately, we coaches always put the nice guy on the bench. It just makes it easier for everybody. You put the surly guy on the bench and he sulks. So what do you have then? And what do you need Najee to come in for? To give you a a yard on first down? To, in theory, bludgeon the defense and wear it out so that Jalen comes in. And I guess Najee has good stats. The analytics people are still screaming for him but I I can't take it anymore. I can't take watching it. Jalen does everything better. Yeah. And, you know, Jalen's not a great, great NFL back. They still need a real number one. But let's just get more speed on the field. Yeah. You know, Kansas City wouldn't have that sludge ball, need for a first down hammer for a yard to allegedly soften a defense. You know, we got to keep, we got to stay at this we got to keep working the run. We're Pittsburgh. It's what we do. Hey, there are other ways to work the run. And, you know, Mike Malarkey found other ways exotic smash mouth. He called it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if this is a results based business and Warren continually makes plays and I'm sure that the ratio versus his productive plays versus his unproductive plays, if we compare him to Harris, there can't be any, Comparison there. So if um, if it's going to be based on his performance, he should be getting more of the opportunity. I guess. If you say
1: the stats back up, Warren, I'm just going by eye test.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and big plays and how he got that offense rolling the other day. I know it was only a field goal drive, but he's still, he really put a spark in that stadium. I mean, Miles killbrew put the real spark in the stadium. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but, Instead of booing on offense and getting the spark back when the defense comes on the field, Jalen charged everybody up. And, and one of those ten yard runs that the one we hurdled—that was a jet handoff. Mm-hmm. So Najee was in the backfield. So they're both on the field. And I mean, why? Well, well, you okay? You want Jalen on the field to be cute? So you pair him with the slow guy. What does the slow guy even need to be on the field for? Maybe Hot Rod can get deep. Maybe Connor Hayward's open again, like his mom tweeted the other day. (laughs) His mom tweeted he was open? You know, I I tried to get Cam on as our guest, Cam Hayward, as our guest this week. And I wanted to ask him because, yeah, there was a a third down pass into the end zone that both guys were covered and Pickett kind of threw it away, it looked like, and brought out a short field goal attempt. And the guy next to me in the press box says, Connor's mom just tweeted
0: he was open. <laughs> <laughs> I loved maybe it. She, maybe she could be offensive coordinator.
1: Exactly. I loved it. It's like yeah. I, I could just tell Connor Cam would laugh, and I don't think she even say anything about Cam, but Connor would be like, "Come <laughs> on, mom, you can't do that stuff." <laughs> oh,
0: that's, that's so awful.
1: very cool. I, I'm a, hey. I'm not trying to put the family down by any means, and I love a mom that. It was subtle, and it wasn't, come on, coach, my son was open. It was just, he was wide open. And I know Connor has been wide open in the end zone and and not passed to.
0: He's a gamer.
1: Anyway, just to get cute and have two running backs on the field at the same time also takes off some, some quality receivers.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's shift over and pivot to the defensive side of the ball. Didn't start out pretty. They were getting gashed on the run. Uh, lots of drop passes by the uh, the Ravens that worked out in the Steelers' favor. But players made big plays when they needed to. Again, it seems like weekly we're talking about T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith coming through in big way with splash. And then Joey Porter Jr., I know we, we've already talked about him a little bit today, but he makes the the, the play that maybe turned this game for the team. You know, it's funny. uh, Grady Brown, this is a cool week because they uh, make the
1: uh, uh, position coaches available to the media. So everybody gathered around Grady Brown want to know, you know, when's when's little Porter going to get in a lineup? And so um, uh, Grady in the past has talked to me about the law of attraction and how he, he manifests things and he believes in it fully and he teaches it. And that's a subject only I would care about. None of the other reporters remember this. But I had to ask him the first question. I said, did you teach Porter the law of attraction? Because that quarterback threw it right to him. (laughs) 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 He laughed. But I said, and I said, what did he do? Did he do anything right? Or just there was such such a horrible, you know, what did he do right beyond catching a ball that was thrown right to him? He said he did everything right. His footwork is exactly how we've been trying to get him to 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 be. Uh, everything, everything was perfect on that play, and it, he was and, and great. He was so excited that of the progress he's making, and that um, when when I, I saw he wasn't in seven shots today. I wanted to know, you know, it looked like he was the starter because it wasn't he, – he didn't go in and – he did go in in the dime, but when he went in in the second series of the second half, he went in the base defense, and they put Pat Peterson on the other side. You know, that that's what they do with rookies. They hate to do what they had to do with Broderick Jones, but they like to put you where you work, where you're best suited and where you've been working in your rookie camp. Mm-hmm. they don't want him too confused yeah so they moved Peterson and you know that's that's a long time dude at one spot uh so they moved him over and yanked Levi and then later they put Levi back in so those weren't dime appearances by Joey he was yeah. in the base yeah and it looked like full-time starter to me it looked like they made the move in the second half and then he has the big pick so that should cement it right it should well I don't know why Man, I don't know. I, I, I would have a hard time believing he's not going to start the next game. But and, and Grady said that Peterson and uh, Levi took it well. They they root for Joey, and yeah. they are professionals and they get it. And so there was no sulking, anything like that. And if and if you ever interviewed Pat Peterson, you could see he's just a happy-go-lucky dude. You can see it on the McFadden podcast.
0: Yeah. Well, and and the reality too of what's on tape, you know, we're we're seeing Peterson and great human beings, yeah, and Wallace. But we saw how many passes, big pass plays that were dropped, that were on target. That had they been completed, you know, we're talking about a different outcome in this game. So why not go with this younger guy?
1: Yeah, I I don't want to put that all on uh, Peterson and Levi that game. I'm unsure, but I, I do believe that the two TD passes that were dropped. We're Chandon Sullivan's guy, and I'm getting worried about that nickel spot. Mm -hmm. And Grady was asked by another reporter about does does Porter showing he can play the outside avail them to Peterson inside, which is what they want to do. But that's not nickel. They they want a a rugged Mike Hilton type in there that can stop the run. And that's why I thought Desmond King was going to play more, Mm -hmm. because he can stop the run better than Sullivan. So Sullivan is their their coverage nickel. Okay. But he didn't cover. Aguilar beat him and almost should have had a touchdown. And I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe the other uh, Bateman had beaten Sullivan too. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong about that, but I think so. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a little concerned about the nickel spot. And Pat Peterson isn't physical enough to go in and help as the nickel guy. He's a dime guy.
0: Yeah. So, yeah,
1: a dot dime means more, more likely to pass. You know, third and long, or you know, you use that extra DB, and he he assumes the Cam Sutton role, safety, linebacker, nickel spot, all that stuff in the middle, more savvy guy. And I, I'm looking forward to that because I think he can get some picks, mm-hmm. and he like he does in practice. Right. But but that that nickel spot is still problematic because yeah. Desmond King played one play and it was a touchdown. Are you a hockey guy? A uh, little bit. What is What does one play equals seven points mean in, in
0: plus-minus department? Not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing that I feel like needs to be discussed, and it's the run defense because, again, the the Ravens were running at will and they got away from it. And, you know, I know playing the hypothetical game – uh, really doesn't make any sense, but there's work to be done there on that defensive line with those inside linebackers. I saw a lot of people saying that after the game, the inside backers had their best contest. Okay. I'll give some credit, but they still are struggling to stop the run. How, how can this unit improve slowing down opponents running games? I'm going to take what they did against
1: the Ravens. I don't know. It was five yards a carry. I don't Ravens are tough to stop on the ground game. They tackled. I only counted three missed tackles and all by secondary people. Different uh, uh, I, uh, different safeties. Uh, wasn't a big deal. So three missed tackles. Cole Holcomb made all his tackles. Broke up that pass in the middle of the field late. Uh, T.J. Watt punched somebody right in the face.
0: <laughs> I saw that. It was a throat punch.
1: <laughs> Apparently it wasn't. Somebody said it wasn't. He looked at it closer, but it looked pretty cool to me. Uh, Holcomb had a great game. Landon Roberts, Quan Alexander. It was, and I talked to those guys. Uh, I talked to uh, Cole after the game. They were challenged after the Houston debacle, and they responded to the challenge. I thought the tackling was solid. Now, Justice Hill made some people miss. Justice Hill scored that, that touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a, 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 a problem uh you know golden was playing the edge and he got too caught too far in and desmond king came up late and i was wondering if he was out of position because that's where the nickel should have been right where he ran so i i mean maybe that explains why that was his only play but justice hill also fumbled so he was the only one that hurt him lamar jackson didn't really hurt him mm-hmm. they tackled him they uh, punched the ball from behind on him and um Ah, uh, Gus Edwards didn't hurt them at all, and he usually does. Mm-hmm. So I have no problem with the run D, especially the middle linebackers. Yeah, uh, I Keanu Neal missed another tackle, and um, but Benton, you know, in the middle, he, that's a guy that, you know, he he was being used with the ones. Uh, so that's a that's another guy, and then Cam comes back. So I'm not too worried about the interior anymore.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, one of the narratives that came out of the game was that it wasn't Pittsburgh who won the game. It was Baltimore giving the game away. And it just seems like had they would have stuck with what was working, this may have been a different contest. However, that's a hypothetical. The end result is all that matters. The Steelers are three and two. They're in first place. It's the bye week. And just looking at their schedule moving forward here, Jim, they come back. um, they'll, They'll travel to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Then they're going to take on the Jags at home. Uh, that's a one o'clock, and then they'll have their first Thursday night contest uh, against the the Titans. So, kind of the the opportunity to pause and breathe. What are you looking forward to uh, with the remainder of the season for this team, and how do you see things playing out?
1: I just want this young offense to grow. I really do. I I I just have a bad feeling about the Rams game. And then I have a bad feeling about Jacksonville. Um, So that could be two losses. But as long as there's growth offensively, and I'm not talking about coordination, I've given up on that. Yeah. I I want Pickett to get better. I want the uh, other receiver to come back and see what that means for Pickens. See if maybe DJ's open all the time now because Pickens is clearly a a big-time threat. That must be tended to, and maybe you you let DJ get open more. Maybe maybe Calvin Austin can get underneath and go over the top as a third guy. Yeah, and the tight ends, I look for that position to get a lot better, and that's my target tomorrow. Is uh, Alfredo Roberts talking to him? I got to make sure Hot Rod stays on this team. <laughs> hey, you got a lot. You're the insider, man. You got you got sway. I'm going to sway it up. I'm going to go to Roberts and say, "Hey, look, man." <laughs> <Enough> <laughs> Come down here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think sludge ball, we're going to have to work around that. I think it's here to stay. But love- uh, you know, get get you you try to put uh Hot Rod Williams back on the practice squad. Somebody might pick him up just seeing the special teams work he did.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's episode 80. It's the sludge ball episode. Uh, that, that's to do it. We
1: haven't even mentioned Darnell Washington, number 80. Uh, he
0: did make his first reception,
1: yes, he did. And how about also? And this is a shot at a jab at Pickett. How do you throw incomplete when Washington's isolated on Roquan Smith? Roquan's about 5'10, right? Yeah, and and Washington's about 7'10, right? How does, how does Roquan break that pass up? <clears throat> but yes, I want to see more Darnell. I think Friar Muth will come back healthy. I-, I just want to see this young offense get better, especially the talent. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they can overcome the coordination, but hey.
0: Hey, and if we, uh, if we rewind to a season ago, it was after the bye week when they regrouped and they came out and they went, what was it, seven and two over those last nine games? So there's, no, there's precedent for it.
1: Well, they were awful, awful teams, those <laughs> awful quarterbacks. Yeah. And I understand the second half of this season, it's going to be the same, kind of easier schedule. But Matthew Stafford and the Rams, those receivers, yeah. and, um, and and Trevor Lawrence and the Lawrence. Jags, uh, they do have a receiver that's hurt. And Etienne uh, is always in and out of the lineup. Those are two key guys that maybe you are hurt by then, but who knows? But those yeah. are two good quarterbacks coming up.
0: Yep. Whatever happens along the way, it's going to be fun. And we're going to have it all covered here on the Still City Insider Podcast. Jim, great talking Steelers football with you as always. We want to thank all the viewers and listeners out there in YouTube land. If you haven't done so already, keep driving that subscriber number up. We're I think like five, five thirty, five forty. I know. I hear that once we get to a thousand, it just takes them. Let's oh, go. We got to get Cam, or Cam Hayward on here then. That's what we got to make gotta that. Got get
1: happen. Cam. Well, yeah, I don't know how he laughed after the game. I'm like, because I, I I helped him out last week uh, with a, a thing he was a pizza uh, publicity. Yeah. And so I, I I was hoping that he could
0: come. And he goes, Tuesday we have practice Tuesday. I go. You won't be practicing. <laughs> hey, we'll do it anytime. We'll do it at night. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Well, I don't
1: know. You know, active player is kind of tough for them to do that, and especially when we were, had questions lined up about his mom and his brother and why Kenny isn't throwing his brother the ball more. and When are you coming back from the injury? All those questions he don't want to answer, you know? Right, right.
0: We'll, but, keep, it um, safe. we'll keep it safe.
1: But uh, I, I know the comments section will be filled of angry guys yelling at me for because I was shouting at the clouds today like Homer Simpson's dad.
0: Yeah. I do need a nap now. Well, I don't want to hold you up from that nap. So check out Jim's work at the Still City Insider. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Jim Wexel. You can give me a follow on – got to call X. I keep forgetting it's not Twitter anymore. At Still Study. And we will see you back here next – no, we, we're off next week because it's the bye week. So we'll be back the following week for Episode 81 of the Still City Insider podcast. Have a great week, everyone. Take care. Thank hey. you.